BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Listen up, NBA fans. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up using code TBE. Select between two and six NBA players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Track your picks and play against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now using code TBE and take on the competition with your best NBA player picks. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Valid only in states where DraftKings Pick 6 operates. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, please visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com. Welcome to another episode of Eating While Broke. I'm your host, Colleen Witt, and today we have world-famous DJ Charisma in the building from Power 106. Hey. <laughs> she quickly rose to celebrity DJ status and was named three times Female DJ of the Year. In addition to her DJ skills, she has released hit records with Chris Brown, Tory Lanez, Dej Loaf, just to name a few. What do you have us cooking today, DJ Charisma? Well, I come from Southern California, you know, Santana to be exact, in a Mexican household, and we always have tortillas on hand. <laughs> so I'm going to show you how to whip up three cool little dishes with the tortillas today. Eating while broke. Eating while broke.
Yeah, and what are your ingredients? Uh, we got one of them is just going to be straight up tortillas and butter. Then we got, you know, if you're really lucky, you got some cheese at the house. Mm -hmm. We're going to do that. And then we're going to whip up a little dessert with the sugar and the cinnamon. Wow, okay. <laughs> so if you're really, really down on your luck, you have your tortillas and butter. I'm excited to see how tortillas and butters turn out. <laughs> so go ahead. Let's get started. And I just want to know, when was the last time you ate this? I mean, probably just the other night. Like, I taught my daughter how to make it. This is something real simple that, like, a kid can make. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're 9, 10, home alone, and your parents are at work type of deal, that's really where I started, you know, making yeah. this dish right here. And this, this dish, like, you know... I don't, I don't really know the difference between flour and corn tortillas. I hate to, I hate to be that person. I'm from New York, y'all. Um, <laughs> but I noticed the price point. Like, you know, I shop for the show, so I like look at the prices. And I think I paid five bucks, and it was like a million flour tortillas right. in that bag. Big pack. So <laughs> that could last you quite, a, quite a while. Definitely. I feel like growing up, like. That was one thing we really always had in the fridge was the tortilla. So mm -hmm. that's, you know, why this is definitely my dish. All right. Because so my mama always had those on deck. So let's try the flour and butter tortillas first. All right. So the flour and butter is, like I said, if you really, you know, that's all you got. You get home from school. Mom and dad aren't there. You need to whip something up. You go in the fridge and there's nothing there. So you got tortillas? Mm -hmm. Want me to go ahead and... Uh, go for it. All right. Feed us. I'm starving. So the first one's real simple. You just get a flour tortilla... Put it on. You don't what? even need butter on the pan? We, we're going to put oh. the butter on right now. I know. It's an uh -huh. electric skillet. Usually, I would have done this with the uh, flame skillet. It's a lot uh -huh. easier to, to toss your tortilla on there. Okay. You know, but if you got an electric skillet, we're going to do it this way. Oh, you mean uh, you would put the tortilla on directly on the flame? Directly on the flame. Heat okay. the tortilla up first. Okay. Both sides, heat it up, and then put your butter on. Roll it into a roll, and that's it. Okay, I want to see it. That's it. That's it. So Isn't we're that... gonna try it with this electric skillet. Would that gonna, be considered like a butter tequila? What the difference? Oh, it's okay. It's it's, it's hot enough. Okay, we're good. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, we're good. See how it's bubbling up? Yeah, I like that. I mean, you can use corn. There were times I used corn mm -hmm. tortillas, but the preference was always flour. Uh, uh, for me and my sister growing up. Is you know? it the taste or? Yeah, it tasted better. Okay. This okay. tasted better. Okay. I feel like corn tortillas are better for other street tacos and good okay, stuff. Okay, like okay, okay. Okay, so this is heating up quick. And that took two seconds. Two seconds, because we And I like the little bit of crispiness we, on it. That's what you need, the okay. crispiness. Like, that's why I like the flame, definitely so. But this okay. is good. This is good. See? See? Uh, now now you're going to be an electric lover. Get it heated up. And, like, you know, like we said, this is definitely a broke meal. Mm -hmm. So, you know. <laughs> When you're a kid, your taste buds are a little different. You now, know, when you were a kid, did you know this was a broke meal, or did you no, just... No, this was bomb to me. Like, I couldn't okay. wait get to get home and just make one of these when I was little, you know? Oh, okay, okay. What was going on? Like, what's your home environment when all this is going on? Uh, definitely, I was the older sibling, so, you know, I took care of my little sister, and me and her would go, and once my mom started working when I was, like, three, four years old, she never stopped working, and neither did my dad, so... They were always at work, and we were okay. always alone a lot of times. So this is what we would come home and what we would do. And how old were you when you were making these? Like nine. That's why I said nine. this is real simple that your kid can make when they're by themselves. Like, yeah. My but mom you were showed throwing it on flames. But she showed us. You, oh, know? Okay. you know what I mean? She showed us that. My daughter is 10, uh -huh. and I got her doing it already, too. So okay. it's definitely doable. Okay, for so a she's like, Mom, there's nothing in it. You'd be like, throw that tortilla on there. This one is, right? Put oh, it over yeah. here. Yeah, you could. Yeah. See, and basically, if you want, all you got to do is slap a little butter in there for yourself. Okay, let me get a... And then roll it into a roll. Okay. Because I don't know how much butter you like. I'll, I was slathering it. Okay. Oh, wow. Melts it's right melting. on. It's melting. 
So all this is going on, you're cooking at home. When do you desire to become DJ Charisma? Well, I grew up in, in the golden era of music. Like, I feel like I grew up in the golden era of radio in the 90s. Like, I was a little kid I at that so era. <laughs> and that's when radio was at its finest, you know? So mm -hmm. I always had my radio. I was always making, um, stealing my mom's cassettes. Oh, sticking, yes. Putting tissue in the top so I can b record over whatever she had on there. Oh, Remember you how you used tissue? to do that? I didn't know you could stick tissue in the top. You had to put tape or tissue on the top to block a cassette so you could re-record over it. Oh, no. I was popping in there and making my own mixtapes. Yeah. You know I remember recording off the radio, but I didn't do that part. That was like next level ingenuity right yeah, there. Yeah, because, you know, I, I didn't have no money to go get the blanks. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I would just take my mom's tapes. And she, would she, <laughs> what would she say? Like if she Oh, saw... she would be really mad depending on what it was so I was careful of what cassette I chose kids yeah. don't be burning your parents stuff yeah but uh yeah so I would do that and so that's I, how I really I got slathered it on the whole thing is that's that how right? you do it yeah and then just go ahead and roll it on up I roll it like a taquito roll it like a taquito I yeah. feel like by the end of the season I am going to be fully uh prepared to handle tortillas see I would always give it that little fold there so it don't drip all over me <laughs> oh, I did it. I did, I did it. <laughs> no, no worries. Oh, that's smart. That's brilliant. There you go, and there you go. You that's got your you little butter taquito. Okay, when you're hungry, you get home from school. Just a little snack. Oh, wow. It'll work, right? Yeah. When you're hungry. It fills the stomach, for sure. Now, have you found other stuff, like random stuff in your fridge, you just throw it in there? So, it got good if you had, like, some leftover... Salsa from grandpa. Mm -hmm. My grandpa used to make homemade salsa, green mm -hmm. salsa. If you got lucky, you had some sour cream, maybe. You would just dip it in whatever your flavor of dip is, you know? Ironically, I wish I had this growing up. It works. It totally works. And it's how we get down in a Mexican household. You didn't even have to put salt or pepper on it. Mm-mm. The butter does it. Now, did you have real butter or margarine? Do you know? Um, whatever mama had. I don't <laughs> know. Um, you just slathered it. Because you don't need butter. salt and pepper at all. Mm-mm. This is delicious. And so, it took two seconds to make. Two seconds. Easy for your kids to make. All right, let's do it this way now. Let's see. Because normally I would have a mm -hmm. fire. If you got real lucky, mm -hmm. you put a little cheese in it, and you got your good old classic quesadilla. Mm -hmm. Now, your passion for music is going on all while you're young. You're burning tapes. Where does it take the next pivotal turn before you become DJ Charisma? Well, I mean, in high school, I used to program all the, the when the varsity basketball team would run out, mm -hmm. I used to pro sit back there and control the speaker and handle all that kind of stuff. So that's how I knew I was really interested in it. Mm -hmm. You know, you and like then, volunteered to do that. Yeah. Well, I was on the basketball team. I played ball, so mm -hmm. I was always really like, man, we need music. We need some Pac. Yeah. Why we run out? <laughs> you know. So I would. I really got into that, and the coach let me do it. He showed me the speaker, and I taught myself how to use it. It was this massive PA. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I just kind of learned, and there wasn't too many DJs at my school. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, this like, time you put butter on it, huh? Yeah, this time I put butter because we're doing quesadilla style. Woo-hoo, okay. All right, so you, you start to peep that there's no DJs. There's not a lot of DJs, but I hear them on the radio, and I see them, so I start, you know, this was the MTV era, you know, BET, The Basement. I was so in love with hip-hop, yeah. the culture of hip-hop and R&B. Like, I was just in love with it. So I just wanted to do more, and I was like, man, there's DJs. And growing up, there was only one female DJ I knew, and that was Spinderella. 
Okay. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? Wasn't she from like Salt and Pepper or something? Yeah, Salt. But she oh, was, you shoot. know, she was an mm -hmm. artist, DJ. As far as like real club DJs and radio DJs, I didn't know any. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Let's see. Let's get, let's so did you like me. desire to fill that void? Yeah, or? I desired to fill that void because there was it was all boys. Mm -hmm. And then growing up too, like it was that same thing, that competition. All the boys that did have the turntables didn't want to let me try it or do any of that. So I went and I saved up all my money, mowed lawns, washed cars, saved up all my bread and bought my first crate of records, my first turntable, and it started teaching myself, you know? How'd you know to do that, to go out and mow lawns and wash cars? Like I was just born a hustler. Your, did you approach your mom like, mom, I want these equipment. She says oh, no, God. and then you go out and hustle? Or you just said, nah, mom and dad's at work. I need these turntables. Yeah, mom and dad's at work. Like I, I learned early on, don't ask them for nothing because they were gonna say no. <laughs> they were gonna say no, even when it came to like high school and my my the things that you typically get in high mm -hmm. school, like the prom and the uh, yeah. in the Letterman jackets and all that stuff. I had to get it myself. So so becoming an entrepreneur was like second nature. Yeah, it you was like you had it. to do it. You know, my yeah. mom and dad worked, so they showed me they worked. So I had to do the same. Can we turn this down? Yeah. This thing, these electric skillets ain't no joke. I turned it people. all the way up on her. So natural <laughs> instinct, you naturally and instinctually, you just went to okay. I'm gonna hustle up my own stuff. So you door knock. I'm assuming. Yeah, all my neighbors knew me and stuff. So I just got to hustling. Started working at 15 years old. Mm -hmm. Sold shoes. I worked at the athlete's foot. Mm -hmm. I worked there for eight years straight. Uh -huh. Became the manager. Just I was a hustler. Okay, okay. Saved up my bread, and every night and every weekend, I would do any house party I could do. Like I DJ'd on washers and dryers, upside wow. down trash cans before. Wow. Like wow. anything to get the job done. You did know it matter I mean? how much you were getting paid or did you do it because No, you loved I did it. it in the beginning, I just did it. Okay, okay. Did it, did it. And the money eventually came, you know, yeah. with the years of once it became a professional thing, the money started coming in. So when would you have said like when did you I guess how long did it take for you to go from doing it for free to actually like making money? Um the money came kind of quick because, uh, you know, weddings and house parties, those are long events and like they got to pay you something. Mm -hmm. So it came, it came once I started like actually getting good and I knew the music, it came within a year or two. Now, a little bit of money, a little bit, a little bit. Did you have to, did you, were you always able to do hip hop music or did you have to do whatever? Oh no, said? it took a long time for me to get to where I wanted to, and that's in the world of hip hop. Mm -hmm. Like I had to play, learn, cause I came from Southern California where the the Hispanic population is massive. Mm -hmm. It dominates. So yeah. I had to know how to play all the Spanish music, yeah, yeah. all the seventies funk, uh -huh. old school. That's yeah. like where I started. I couldn't wait so I could be able to do a full party and play hip hop. Oh, okay. Like that was my goal, you know what I mean? I really had to When did you actually accomplish else? it? Like what was that? Do you remember your first time actually being able to like play hip hop? I mean, uh, certain like parties just depending on who booked me, but it got really good when I finally broke into LA and got on the street team and did my first club. Mm -hmm. Like once I got into the club world, I was able to start, okay, this is it right here. And this is when I knew, okay, I'm gonna do this. And I had three day jobs. I worked okay. at that's how I am right now. I worked at <laughs> I worked at a Chicago Title in the daytime. I worked at Home Depot at mm -hmm. night, and then I worked at Coca Cola in the graveyard. You know, and then on the wow. weekends I would DJ. Were you working to like pay bills and pursue your dreams, or were you like, why were you working so much? Yeah, I lived on my own since I was seventeen. Mm -hmm. I moved out at seventeen, you know, mm -hmm. and just I was just a hustler and just had to pay bills. Never, I didn't like to ask my parents for nothing. I mm -hmm. wanted to always 
yeah. take care of them because they work so hard their whole lives. They still work to this day. You know, I'm still trying to make it so they don't got to work no more. But yeah, just hustling. And then uh, I knew it was real when I got hired at the street team at Power 106. And that's when I officially quit my day jobs. And I just took but the plunge. This, but the street team did, doesn't really pay that much. Nothing. So, yeah. So, so I like, went right quit. back to eating this. Okay, okay. Right back to eating this kind of stuff and when I started were, doing, when I when I made myself full-time. And you were willing to actually take a pay cut. Yeah, because I, I just really was so passionate about it. I don't know where the passion came from, but the now, passion came. Didn't you have to give up some of your <clears throat> lifestyle to, to, to do that? Well, I was never a flashy person, thank God. So. Okay. So were you, like, living with roommates? Because that's a big pay cut, I would <clears throat> Yeah, I had roommates. Definitely had roommates throughout the years and all that good stuff, you know? Did you have to explain and to And I'm a parents? little, I'm a hustler. Like, I had, <laughs> and plus you learn on street teams, you learn how to, like, talk to people and trade. Oh, okay. I'm a great trader. Good like, to I know. I can barter some shit. Okay, that's how I am. <laughs> like, I can just give you, I'll get you these, you give me those. Like, yeah. I did a lot of that coming okay. up. A lot of that. I like that. Yeah, I know people that started on the street team level from D- from DJing to going to street team level. It's a lot of work. You think this will work? I want to, well. Okay, we're no, going to no, try no. this because electric skillet. I'm going to try it. No, I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared of this electric skillet. By the way, uh, this is the dessert right now. She- so this is just a simple quesadilla. You know, if, you, if you're really on a good day, you got cheese in the fridge. Like, that's such a, a good thing. So you get your cheese and you sprinkle it on some butter. And you just roll it up same way, fold it however you want to do it. This thing was really hot, so I didn't want to fold it, uh, roll it. So we folded it, and that's the second meal you can make. And like the same thing, if you got some chili, guacamole, anything, dip it in to make it not so dry, and you know, oh, it'll well. work for you. Mm-hmm. And kids' taste buds are really simple, so this kind of stuff always, you know, you know how kids are. I'm a grown up, and I think this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now I have to have guacamole and salsa. I can't really, just you can't eat, eat it plain. plain. No, I can't. I need, I need that spice. Well, guys, just for you listeners, I, I need the whole spice. tortilla rolled in butter, like it was nothing. <laughs> simple. This is so simple. And it was delicious. And she didn't eat salt and pepper. She also just made the cheese quesadilla. So now, you guys are probably thinking I'm fat at home, but <laughs> I'm really not that big. The dessert should be easy. This should be simple. Yeah, this is perfect. Shredded cheese and tortilla. This is quesadilla. You know, working three jobs, I ain't got no time. Come home real quick. Mm-hmm. I continued to eat these uh, meals throughout, you know. Never went to fancy restaurants, always. So you know, I assume you never ate a TV dinner. Eh, they're gross. I think yeah. TV dinners are pretty gross. Yeah. I used to live on TV dinners. Really? Don't oh, threaten that, me with a like Marie calendars. Mm-mm. You know what? My mom always had Hot Pockets. Oh, yeah. I is love that a those. TV dinner? Kind of. Kind of. Did you eat those a lot? I ate some Hot Pockets, yeah. I definitely remember Hot Pockets. These are faster than Hot Pockets. Okay, so this is the dessert. This is like the easy part. Okay. Since I'm eating put, everything. Put a little butter on there and then sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon mm-hmm. and a little bit of sugar. And it's like a, 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 a hood churro. If you ain't got the deep fried churros, if you're a kid, you don't want to do all that. Uh, this I, is like I've been a slathering a lot of butter. churro. All right. Can you sprinkle a little sugar, a little cinnamon, and then roll that thing up? Okay, cinnamon and sugar. My first... Now, I've had a quesadilla. I've never had a butter tortilla roll. <laughs> and I've never had the cinnamon... And I hope I'm not jacking this up. There you go. That's just like that. Okay, cinnamon. Jam, a little bit of sugar. B- butter, cinnamon, and then... Use that spoon. There you go. Here we go. Here we go. 
Let's see if it. Uh, I pro- I'm probably messing this up, guys. Just there you go. Okay, that's enough. That's. Oh, uh, you don't yeah, think I did too much? All right. Fold then, the fold the end so it don't drip because you know little kids okay. be running around like that. And fold your end and then roll it. And then roll it. Now you let's see. Homemade version of a churro. Let's see if it's really uh, tastes like a churro. <laughs> no, it tastes like a. <laughs> It tastes like a tortilla with butter and cinnamon and sugar. <laughs> it tastes like a tortilla with butter, cinnamon, and sugar. But if you like the flavor of the, you know, the cinnamon and sugar, of the, I guess. Dude, I just realized just now that a churro is cinnamon and sugar. No, but it still has a tortilla. It doesn't have the. This is good, though. Honestly, this is great. For, for, you know, I think your kids would like that. I wonder if a dude ever tried this on a date with a girl. Like, I got an appetizer, <laughs> I got the meal, and I have the dessert. I got you. I got you right now, girl. That's basically what you just did. Yeah. You know, depending on if you like cinnamon, sugar. I feel like th- there would always be a gigantic bottle of cinnamon just for months, right? Or it'd be in there for years. So you could always count on having cinnamon or sugar or something random. I love that this meal is affordable, and no matter what age you are, you can make it. It'll fill you up. See? It takes two mm-hmm. seconds to make. Yeah, you just fold it, roll it. What should we name this? Then you can uh, run off the practice or whatever you needed to do. What should we name this uh, tortilla with the cinnamon and sugar? What do we call it? I like it. It's good. I'm not gonna. Mm. I'm gonna eat all. I this haven't had plate. that in years. That's pretty good right there. Mm. Have you shown your daughter how to make this? I've shown her how to make all this. Yes. What are you gonna name this for the cookbook? For the cookbook. Mmm. Charisma cinnamon. Charisma cinnamon tor- stick, tortilla sticks. <laughs> yeah, we got to work on that. <laughs> we gotta work We're going to come it. up. We need your help. We need some help. So we could turn off the stove because you oh, basically yeah. cooked our appetizer meal and dessert. We actually did it on an electric stove. I was worried. We did it. So shout out to if you got an electric stove, it's possible. Let's it go. is possible. And now I know that if I have tortillas in my house, I'll never starve to death. Boom. I'm literally going to start having tortillas in my house now. They're cheap. Mm-hmm. They just—they're good. They I last. They last long. They're super easy to look. <laughs> she has her whole dish right there. There it is, right there. Hey, we got the 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 dessert. We got the main course. We got the appetizer. You know what I mean? Easy peasy. Easy. So, so come over here and sit with me. So, you go from working three day jobs in corporate America <laughs> to saying I want to quit these jobs and pursue being a street. Uh, what what do you call it? A street um, ambassador, I would say. Street, for. Uh, working on the street team. Working on the street team for Power 106? Yep, $8 an hour. $8 Minimum an hour. wage. So, like... Because I, I had I, no kids, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I had I, I knew uh, what I was capable of. I put my mind to it, so I was like, let me just do it. And that voice just spoke to me, and I did it. Followed did, that voice. Did you feel like there was a potential going to be a, a, a like... A, like a rainbow at the end of the journey or something? Or did no. you just like doing it? Like, just, you, had you tried it at least and it. did part-time and then you did the transition? Uh-uh. Like, I just already... Well, I mean, I was doing it for a couple of weeks and I knew. Because it was hard going from Santa Ana all the way to Burbank, California. Uh-huh. Wow. To the media city where all the radio stations in L.A. are and all that good stuff. So I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I have to quit my day jobs and come out here and just go for it. Wow, and <clears throat> so you're on the street team. You're working crazy hours, I'd assume. And what is Power 106? Are they noticing that you have these other skill sets at this point? Yeah, definitely. And the crazy thing is, like, 
Remember 92.3 The Beat? Yeah, I remember. And I, like, applied to both of them for years. Mm -hmm. And for both of them, I got rejection letters that I saved to this day. Wow. So it took me years before I finally got hired. And you were just applying team. for street team level. Uh -huh. And they, what do you think that was? Do you think it was because, I hate to say I it. mean, back then, this was woman? Be, that, I'm a woman. I'm not your, what the men in the industry like type of woman. Real, you know, you don't see me in a leotard or nothing. Like, I'm one yeah, of a yeah. tomboy, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I'm definitely wasn't anything they were used to. But did they actually interview you before they rejected you? Or did they see your resume come in and then reject you? Resumes, I did get an interview one time at 92.3. I'll never forget that. And, uh, yeah, I didn't get the job after that. But it was just, you know. Why kept won't trying, you kept trying. Why can't you forget that? Because it was I actually went in there and I'll never forget the question the guy asked me. He's like, What would you do right now if you saw D'Angelo and like Maxwell in the hallway? And I go, it was like, you know, a trick question. <laughs> yeah. And I, I wouldn't do anything. I'll just <laughs> I'll just nod. <laughs> you know, because that's what they want. Yeah. They don't want people that are groupies, you know, you gotta mm -hmm. learn to act professional. So that was the one question that stood out to me. Yeah. Oh, and he and he asked me, What color is your brain? And I was like, oh. What color is your brain? I think it's pink. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I immediately said blue. Why? I don't know. I go. I feel like my thought process and my aura is blue. Like, I don't know what it is. Wow. I'm like water. And he's like, I love that answer. And he's like, that's the type of answer I'm looking for when I ask that question. He's like, when people tell me pink, they think more like logical and I'm looking for more creatives. Oh, wow. So that was interesting that he asked that. I'll never forget that question. But he didn't give you the job. No. <laughs> Eating while broke. Are you all about the NBA action? You gotta try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And we're back on Dealing Together where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm. 
How's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Oh my so how did you not say at that point like okay maybe this isn't for me and you just keep keep applying i just i think god for giving me this blinding like bubbly passion yeah you know what i mean in the beginning because i really if i didn't have that i would have never made it this far yeah never because this industry will eat you up why do you say that because it's brutal especially for a woman a brown-skinned woman like yeah. it's it's tough it's really tough so I'm just glad that he gave me that those blinders where I had I had complete tunnel vision. You like knew this is what I want. Oh, I this don't is care. what I'm gonna and, do. And it was also a competitive thing. Like I'm gonna really show y'all. Like you think I can't do it? Like yeah. okay, I'm gonna show all y'all. So you're on the street team. You're doing this for how long? Years. Street team for like three, four years, and then I was killing it. Like I was more popular than a lot of the on air guys. Because <laughs> they have you call in, right? Uh, no, we didn't even do that at oh. this time anymore. They cut that out. Oh, wow. At, by this time, and radio was already changing. And the, this was when the internet really came and you started having the birth of Spotify and all mm. these other platforms. So radio started changing. So how did you end up developing that following from street team to... Over- Being outside. I was everywhere. Any high school, any college. Like, I just... You never saw me sleep. I'd do events from night to day. It didn't matter. Wow. What kind of event? I really hustled. And I got, and I, that's how I really knew what the kids wanted. Yeah. And I always was tapped in with what the next level of kids wanted. Yeah. And it just happened to be the jerking movement. 
I in the high school movement. Yeah. And I'll never forget, I went to Westminster High School. We had a basketball game with Power 106 mm -hmm. versus the school for fun, for charity. Yeah. And I was like, please, I begged my boss, please, please let the new boys perform. Yeah. Like, please, just give them one chance. I swear to God, I'm going to show you. Yeah. So he's like, all right, all right, all right, all right. So he let the new boys come out, do your jerk. Yeah. The entire stadium, like 800 kids swarmed the, the gymnasium floor yeah. and started jerking. And he just looks at me like, and I was like, I told you, I've been telling y'all, y'all gotta like listen. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's how I actually became on air DJ. That very moment, he let me be wow. on air. Wow. So. Cause you, and it's funny cause this has come up before in like another interview. People underestimate the power, I think, of the high school and the middle school demographic. The kids like, they, are the truth. <laughs> they literally, like, if you want to know if something sucks or is real, and they're searching. They're literally searching. They're like, I dare you to try and sell me something because I'm going to question the hell out of it. Right? I was that kid. Yeah, I was oh, like. Oh, I got the brand new unreleased Tupac mixtape volume <laughs> one. You ain't got it? Like, that was me, so... I've always kept that mentality, and I know that 100%. The kids set the trends, So period. You decide to approach your boss and say, take a chance on the new boys. Why were you so passionate about it? Was it that you really wanted to give the kids a great event, or did you really want to like show the radio station that they, were, they weren't really paying attention to something? I was very passionate about the culture of hip-hop, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that was a time, I don't know if you remember this, but... R&B changed. Mm -hmm. It went from R&B to pop. Yeah, I remember that. It, and then hip-hop did the same thing. It yeah. went from hip-hop to pop. I and I'm like, that. this is not hip-hop. <laughs> Do you blame... <laughs> this I, is I, not hip-hop. I, hip -hop, to, I so. have to ask you this then. I feel like 50 Cent played a major role in hip-hop transitioning to pop. I think it was, a, it was a, a bunch of things. It went... It started with Pac and Biggie getting murdered. Yeah. And then the South taking over. And then it just like was event after event after event. Yeah. And it changed a lot. Do you feel like hip hop is more pop now? A hundred percent? We like, are pop music. Yeah. Yeah. I think because well, pop, pop, it means popular. Yeah. And hip hop is the number one genre in the country for like the past three years now. Yeah. yeah. Three, four years. So officially hip hop is pop because we are the most popular music. And that took people fighting for it and sticking up for it because it did change. The sound became EDM and up tempo. Yeah. So that's why like people like me in the West Coast and Drewski and, the, and DJ Self in the East Coast and mm -hmm. Drama in the South, we kept it all alive. I really feel the DJs don't get enough credit because mm -hmm. they don't understand what we were fighting with at the radio stations. Like fighting against the bosses because they wanted the, let's just be safe and play the Bruno Mars. Oh, okay, okay. And I would listen, we're not going to be open to the YGs. Who's mm -hmm. YG? No. So it would that's be the, you guys pushing back. Yeah, it's I didn't pushing know that. back. It's a lot of pushback and back and forth. Why do you think that they... But we're the unsung heroes. We don't get the credit yeah. ever. DJs do not get the credit for what they do, especially radio DJs. Now, so there's street DJs and there's radio DJs. You have a background in both. Both. That so, was my, my goal, too. I wanted to be able to do all of it. Okay. You know what I mean? Because there's different kinds of DJs. There's DJs that are real technical. Yeah. Back in the day, they used to have battles. Yeah, yeah. You know, I you don't those. see that too no. much anymore. No. You know, th then you have people who are just in the industry. Then you have people who are tapped in with the streets only. And I'm trying to, I want to have it all. I want to be tapped into the clubs, the youth, the radio, everything. Like, I want to be tapped in. So, the other night, I was out with iHeartRadio. Shout out to y'all, because they do... I used to work at iHeart. Hey, shout out to iHeart. Um, <laughs> they had Paris Hilton DJ a set. So I was like, yo, 
I'm curious. Like, I was genuinely, like, hopeful. Like, for some strange reason, I was really hopeful for her. You know, she's been DJing for years, too. Yeah, I love years. <laughs> yeah. Years as in, like, not as long as you, but maybe, like, what, the last five years, ten she years? She was DJing for years. Because, I, I, like, I remember a girl like me couldn't get booked. Those were the only type of women that would get booked. Really? In Vegas, to this day, it's still like that. Well, like, I still can't get booked in Las Vegas. Like, they only book... I don't even know if they're really DJing. I think someone made it for them, and they're just pushing Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. I've actually had tours, and there You've were some it? DJs that... you seen it? <laughs> they weren't really DJing. But... Now, Paris Hilton did her set. If I had to rate it on like a one to 10, I probably would have rated it at like a two. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because I'm such a hip hop head or like I was just so hopeful for her. And then like her, you know, I feel like the first track you drop is like, it's going to make or break you. You know what I'm saying? And I think she went for like maybe an EDM or something, but I was, I was hopeful, man. <laughs> I was... You know what I'm saying? Most female DJs are EDM DJs. That's why I say I don't have too many. I I really didn't have no one to look up to outside of Spinderella. Did you, did you, have you heard Paris Hilton set? I've seen clips of them, so I already know what it is. You know, I get it. Do you rate it? What would you rate it, though? I mean, that's EDM. I'm not, Okay, so so it's not fair to rate it because it's EDM. So I'm technically not qualified. Try, if you're a DJ out there and you've never mixed EDM, try it. It's it's, it's easy as can be. Just sync, sync, bump. Okay, okay. It all rolls together. There's no lyrics, really. (laughs) It's real simple. So Hip-hop's a little more challenging. Reggae and Spanish is way more challenging, if you ask me, but... So you become a radio DJ after the New Boys event. By the way, shout out to the New Boys. I love them. That was actually, they're one of the first people that I had, like, what do you call it when you smoke weed and the uh, car fills up? Hot box. Hot box. Uh, <laughs> I want to say Benjay. Benjay. Benjay, Benjay hot box yeah. me. Shout out to Benjay. Benjay, love you, boy. Benjay, yeah, he hot boxed me. I think I was, like, sad about a breakup. And he was, like, <laughs> you know, he was signed to Nick Cannon, and they were all doing that whole thing. Incredible. And he was like, oh, you know, just come to the back. And I get in the car, and, boy, I mean, <laughs> your eyes was burning. It was impossible not to get high. I think that was the first real time I got high. And, and this would have been perfect. This would have right been perfect. After that moment. And I think I had another <laughs> incident with them where I don't even remember, but it involved weed. Yeah, but they were great. I, I was kind of sad to see the breakup of them. Yeah. I was like, work it out, work it out, work boys. it out. A lot they of these groups, sad. they couldn't work it out. It was pride, you know. So you become this huge radio DJ, but it was it was it a smooth transition? Like, what was that transition like? Oh, it happened fast. Once they let me in the mm-hmm. doors and put me on, it was fast because all of a sudden I started coming out the, all right, what, here's new boys, meet YG, meet Mustard and Ty Dollar Sign, here you yeah. go. And yeah. they were the next ones, boom. And then it was teach me how to Dougie, Cat Daddy. Yeah. Then I also was in the Bay, here's the Heartbreak Gang, I Am Sue, Sage Gemini, all these cats, one after another, one after another, one after another. Now, so did it, you know these artists or... I or were fans, you just fan? You were hit them up on MySpace back okay. in the day, oh, Facebook. You shout know? out to MySpace. Yeah, and just reached out. I was never scared to reach out. I mm-hmm. was really hungry and passionate. And mm-hmm. I just did it. Yeah, like I said, I had tunnel vision. I was really blind to what people were saying or anything. I just did it. Yeah, that's how I got DJ Charisma. I emailed her. <laughs> I called some close acquaintances, and then eventually I landed in the DMs. We here, and we here, and because she she wasn't initially really responding to the DMs. Just so y'all know, I had a, like. Inside a friend, 
do a group DM, and I was like, oh, this is going to do it, and it worked. So forgive, don't give up. Forgive me on my DMs, ladies and gentlemen. For some reason, my DM is broken into three categories. Oh, I know. There's like one where it and goes into like, a secret saw, category. Yeah, I know what I'm you're like, why about. do they put these? The other day I went in there and like mm-hmm. Trina was in there. I'm like, what? She sent me a message three years ago. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? So I, I apologize, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to get better at it. Yeah, I don't know why it does that because I did notice I'll miss DMs and it goes into like that third little bucket. That third bucket. I don't know if you have to follow them to get it to not go I, be, into I do bucket. follow some of them, so I don't, I'm trying to figure yeah. it out. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram's tough, but hey, you know what? We finally got DJ Charisma, and it like made my day. I was like, yes, I got her, I got her. And then I was DMing her. You got the email? You gonna be there? You gonna go for <laughs> But um, being so- a radio DJ is tough, and it, like eating while broke is something you're gonna have to do if you want to get into the radio game. Yeah. So you go from street to mainstream. People are now listening to your advice. There's no combative. There's no, I don't know. There's DJ. still, there's tons okay. of competitiveness, but it's always just keep it going. Okay. The competitiveness never stopped. It still goes on to this day. Okay. So to, in addition to the radio, you're doing side gigs. You're blowing up. Everything. I'm sure your fee is going up. You're. Nah, the fee stayed the same. You know, I, you know, it's harder. Uh, I'm really trying to fight for equal pay for women, mm-hmm. especially in the radio industry. It's mind blowing the difference. It's like a fourth of what the men's make. You How is I mean? that possible? Just what it is. Now, that's why I personally quit both radio stations and walked away from radio because it was just mind blowing to me how big of a gap there was in the pay difference. But I, my name was just as massive and way bigger than most of them. And so, the other guy DJs were like, yo, this is what I'm getting paid and you no, definitely deserve more. It was just more. me. Just me. They, no one ever told me. Like, it was just me figuring things out. Yeah. You know, because I, I had a couple office spots here and there where I was able to. Damn, you make they're making this much? They're Man. making what? Wow. All right. I need the, I need I need at least a fifth of that or something because yeah. I was making like a fraction of what they make. Wow. So that's why I left Power 106 and went to iHeart. Uh-huh. And you know, iHeart was a tad bit better, but once I figured out the inside workings, I was blown away. I'm still only making a fourth of what these men are making. You know what I mean? And so that's why I ended up walking away from iHeart and then just started getting into programming for all these tech companies because there's so many options now. A DJ, we could go to Spotify and program these massive playlists, and it's kind of the same thing. So you go, you mean, so you'd work for Spotify. Well, you don't work for Spotify, but I guess you get a contract, and then you program a playlist? Yeah, you program multiple, they're they're like stations, playlists. But that's how you're basically supplementing the income that you're really supposed to be making to begin with. Yeah. How is this still possible in 2021, though? I ended up coming back to radio just because I'm so passionate about it because of Nick Cannon. Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah. you got it. you're the only DJ I can have. Yeah. Like, I really don't want to do radio again. I was so excited when I heard it. I was like, Nick Cannon Morris with DJ Charisma. I was like, what? 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 <laughs> DJ Charisma's on the radio? Again? You know, unfortunately, COVID hit, and it was yeah. just a rough... Trend. Yeah, of course. Was there was no, nothing going on. So, but it, the pay is still, it's still a battle. It's still a battle to get what these men get, you know? And I'm fighting so the next little girls don't have to have as hard of a battle as I did. I've officially accepted that I'm that person. Yeah. Because there was no female DJ like me before me. Are you think if you you threaten them, you think they would be willing to lose you? Because didn't that happen with, like, I want to say Big Boy years ago? Like, where, what radio station was he He with? He did leave. He left, and and they could pay him the whole time, and they didn't. And then they tried to come back around and offer him the money, and it was too late. And then they tried to sue him, didn't they? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yep. Yep. 
I remember all that. So Big Boy did that, you know? And I tried to follow his footsteps, and I did the exact same thing. And they were like, okay, we'll, we'll challenge it? No, no, the power was like, well... And then you went to Iron No, Heart. they just tried to convince me to stay, you know, like... like oh, maybe in a couple like, of years? you don't understand how hard it is once you leave. Like, people will stop calling you. It's, it's a lot of mind games. It's mm -hmm. a lot of threats. What did you think when they are saying that? All, all right. right. I'm going to show you. So I quit, and I ended up going to iHeart. And things got a little bit better, but mm -hmm. still... They're sharks. They're mm -hmm. they're a big. They're like a McDonald's. Yeah. They're a con they're a corporation. Yeah. And they got all these stations all over the country, and they run them all. So, and then once I got in there, I saw okay, they're a little bit. They they t treated me better to get me to steal yeah. me away from power, but they're not taking care of me nowhere near the way I should be taken care of. And I think that's a tough battle as a woman because women's biggest, I think, women's biggest downfall is we struggle with our net worth, or not our net worth, our worth, our worth, our worth. Is a is ultimately I say the biggest dilemma woman face is not men it's not love it is literally self worth. So you have to live in a world where you're undervalued, right? Period. Off top, and you from have the jump. To, you have to know your worth. Know your worth. <laughs> You and then you gotta stand by it. Stand by it, which is the most know, difficult step. Know when to press and when not to press too hard. Because like Nicki Minaj said it best. Like if Jay Z goes into a meeting, nah, this needs to get done. He's a boss. She goes into a meeting and starts breaking it down. She's a bitch. Yeah. And that's like definitely what it is for us. Yeah. So it's really finding that balance of how to cater to these guys' egos that are your bosses. Yeah. But holding your ground. You know, I really think that's hold your tough. ground. Like I'm honestly like. But it oh, takes so it takes, it like, takes people mad. to pave the way, and, and like I said, I've accepted that I'm the one that's going to pave lot. the way. Because now look at how many female DJs there are. Yeah, it's beautiful. I've never seen this many female DJs in hip hop. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like, and they're successful on all different levels, and I never seen that when I was coming up. So, like, let's go. I think that's some a, change I, has been made. A change has been made. Thanks, thanks to you and your contributions. Now. I ain't gonna lie, the Jamaican me is hella pissed off because I feel like, <laughs> um, what the fuck? Like, you know, we had the Me Too era, like we've survived so much. I feel like women is like the, you know, between the black black lives or black <laughs> racism and women, I don't know who has it worse, to be honest. It's just different. And we all got it. We all got it worse. Yeah, We're we all, all set it. behind that, that, that invisible white line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because literally, even when I left Heart, I heard there was a white man that got the exact same position as me and got paid double what I was making. You know what I mean? For the isn't exact there like a law that protects position. people from that or not? No, but we got to keep pushing. And Is keep there a working. union? You, you might be right, but I'm a DJ. We don't even have insurance. You know what I mean? This is oh. like a wow. Self independent. You guys are independent, correct? Wow, like, you I guys like know what it's like. We don't get I health like insurance. I like how you're. We don't get none of that. We got to figure this out. And I feel like things are changing. I've I've heard of companies that are being created. So eventually. Like yeah. I said, I feel, yeah. I feel eventually there will be more. I think you're dispelling so many myths because when you hear someone on the radio and you see someone like DJ Charisma, you're like, oh my God, DJ Charisma, huge following, big Parties DJ. with Chris Brown every night. Yeah, like <laughs> literally like, like the stuff the that you're saying here, like I would never say, I would never even imagine that you, DJ Charisma, goes through this. And gets $8 an hour at Power 106. Yeah. Never made more than $48 every two weeks. Yeah, like... It's rough. <laughs> that's crazy. That's a crazy journey. So how long have you been in DJing now? It's almost 16 years. 16 years. Since I started, started, yeah. So if you decide, like, 
say like F this, like I'm like, what is your bar like where you're like F this and then you just, you go 100% independent? Like what does that scope look like? I mean, that's what I did when I quit radio yeah. and I went, into, there's so many options nowadays. We're in a great time yeah. and era. Technology is booming. There are so many platforms now and these tech companies will pay triple what a traditional radio station is paying. Jesus. So I feel like there's just so much more opportunity. And do they reach out to it's you or do you reach out to them? Uh, both. Both, I you like it. I, mean? I like both. your hustle. Yeah. And to think that you came from butter and flour tortillas. You know? Quesadillas. Wearing nothing but $30 and a, vans. And a gangsta churro. <laughs> Can we call it the gangsta churro? Gangsta churro. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. The charisma's gangsta churro. I don't know. We're going we're gonna to figure it out. We need your help. We need your help. <laughs> I love that you came through and you dispelled probably every thought that I even... I honestly had no idea what the life of a DJ was. If you want to be a DJ, you better get used to eating, eating while, while broke. broke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if you are one of the lucky ones that become, that you finally pass that bar, I passed that bar, then it's it'll all pay off. Look at Khaled. Like, he broke huge walls. He's the first of his kind in so many ways. Yeah, but so, he was, like, name-dropping his name on these. Like, I don't know how he was able to... He 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 did a lot. He was a curator. He was yeah. the, the the brain that said, let's put you, you, you in together. Ooh, you would sound good on this. Mm -hmm. A&R work, and a lot of DJs, we don't get our A&R credit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Do you guys stick together? Who? The DJs? Yeah, I feel the DJs do. Okay. Um, a lot of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? For the most part, I get a lot of love from a lot of the males... Especially yeah. outside of the West Coast. <laughs> so I'm going to ask another controversial question. I hate to keep bringing her up, but now I'm curious. So you walk into the room, Paris Hilton walks in the room. Now, she, she's an heiress. She doesn't even need the money. I'm going to say looking at, from outside, she's obviously going to make more just because she's white, right? Of course. Off top. She like, probably, we can she, say that, right? She, and she's famous. She's Paris Hilton, so. But you're also she's famous. Getting, she's, I mean, she's, I getting, get she's getting big, 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 massive checks that hip-hop DJs do not get. And that's another thing, like, I'm, I'm also pushing for is to hip-hop DJs, we need the same respect as these international DJs. Yeah. It's just mind-blowing, like, a DJ snaking them, they're getting 100K a set. Yeah. A hip-hop DJ, you're fucking lucky if you get 1,000 or a more. 1,000? Yes. What? Yes, you're 15 lucky. K. You're lucky. And Those reason... DJs in Vegas, who's, who's that big DJ in Vegas? There was a big DJ in Vegas. What's his name? Who? Why are you challenging Who? me? Who's a hip hop, a big hip hop? No, DJ not right? a hip hop. It exactly. wasn't. I didn't say hip hop. They're all EDM DJs, all of them. So why, why don't you, for lack of better words, sell I'm out? I'm passionate about hip hop. <laughs> okay, so because you're passionate about hip hop, you're not gonna sell out. I'm not gonna sell out. Nah, I'm passionate. I'm gonna change things. So if someone's like DJ, Chris, why should why should y'all get paid set, more? I'll pay you hundred grand. I've been told that. I have been told that to my face plenty of times. Like when I was the first time we I auditioned, I was having an audition for Beats by Dre. Headphones and it was me versus one of my coworkers, a man. He's like, Charisma, you're gonna get nowhere in this industry. He's like, first of all, it's like the way you dress. He's like, you're a tomboy. And then he goes, and then he's like, all you do is vouch for the the hood. You vouch for the streets. And he's like, it's gonna get you nowhere. He's like, you're gonna learn. He's like, you're gonna see. He's like, you need to be doing EDM sets and you need to be doing pop and international sets. That's the How only do way. You even cope and I just remember that. looking at him like, man, fuck you, like you know, like nah. I love hip-hop. Fuck that. You guys will culture vulture it because yeah. you catch these EDM DJs using hip-hop yeah. pieces constantly. You know what I mean? So, nah. But how do you cope with that mentally, though? Like, that would be difficult. It challenged me. me. Like, yeah. I, I always look at everything as a challenge, and I always feel like everyone's challenging me. All right, cool. 
And then I ended up getting that gig that day, and he didn't, by the way. Hey! So okay. I ended up being featured in Best Buy's Christmas yeah. catalog. You know, and it was just, that was a start. So yeah. and that, that confirmed my thoughts, too. Like, man, see, I got this gig over you right here, so yeah. I'm going to keep doing what I do. I look at the world, and I see social media, and I feel like everything that's negative or sexual, like, does really well. Then you have, like, our podcast, Eating While Broke, you know, it's like all... For lack of a better word, we're more on the positive achievement, positive oh, stories. Trying, that? But, you know, we're in a world where you're constantly based, like, maybe we should do something controversial. Like, why are we going to stay loyal? Now, of course, this is my baby, so I'm going to stay loyal to it. But it's hard to wake up every day going, you're competing against a girl in a bikini. You're comp- competing against sexual stuff or negative stuff. You just got to put them tunnel vision glasses on and go, because that's exactly what I was against. And I did it, you know what I mean? I love it, and I look respect at, look you at me. for it. For all you little girls out there that are just like me, we can do it. Eating while broke. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song? course our best smartphone deals your choice of plan learn how to get the new samsung galaxy s24 plus with galaxy ai on us with eligible trade-in at&t connecting changes everything offers vary by device subject to change s24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time terms and restrictions apply see att.com slash samsung for details got my prevnar 20 shot it's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine for us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, 
Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. I respect you and like you inspire me. Straight Let's up. <laughs> Let's go. So Charisma, where can we catch you? Where can we find you? How can people book you if they yeah. wanted to? I mean, uh, just shoot your shot. You gotta unfortunately shot, try a DM or you know, ask somebody like I do my best to answer. Mm -hmm. Uh you can catch me if you're out in the Southern California area. I'm on the radio mm -hmm. all the time. I'm also on Series XM. I got a show every Saturday night called Live from the West Side. And that's national, so no matter where you're at in the country, you can tune into that. Wow, I like um, that. I got more music coming. I got a brand new song with Little Kim on the way. <gasps> yeah, we shot the video and everything, so it's got Little Kim, Coyle Ray, Lady London. It's like a, a ladies' night. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's so special to me because it's something I've been wanting to do for years. When does it drop? Um, it's I, I'm waiting on the clearances, so any day now, like we're we're, we're just waiting on those clearances to go through. That's wow. coming. It's called She Ball. You can actually hear it in the Nick oh, Cannon movie. Oh, She Ball, movie. yeah. It's in the Nick yeah. Cannon movie. It's the theme song of the movie. So it does play a little bit. You can hear it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Waiting for that to come out. Um, just trying to be a game changer. You know, yeah. I got a lot of stuff I'm working on. I got my own cannabis line now. Got my oh. own strain, my charisma strain. So where can people so get that? Smoke some charisma and then eat while broke. <laughs> 
Uh, you can Shout get out to Ben J. You heard that? She got her own strain. If you're out here in uh, California, you can get it at all the cookies. Shout out to my brother, Burner. Thank you for letting me be in all the cookie stores. Mm-hmm. I'm at all the Steezy stores. I'm mm-hmm. at a lot of stores out here. Wow. wow. But um, if you catch me, you can get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just, okay. Like, I look for me, and I'm always in the clubs. I'm always somewhere DJing. Follow okay. my Instagram at DJ Charisma. I'm Follow always, Instagram. Always outside. Come say what's up. I don't bite. <laughs> she definitely doesn't bite, and I think the DMs work fine for me, but definitely follow her, check her out anywhere you you access your podcast, right? Huh? For your national syndicated serious show. What's it called? Yeah. What's it? What? It's called Life on the it's West Side? Life on the it's West a, Side. It's, uh, it's a mixed show. It's not a podcast. It's oh, just it's good a music. Show. Oh, you want okay, me okay. to? You want to tune in for two hours and hear some hot new shit like mm-hmm. every Saturday night on Hip Hop Nation Series XM? Hip Hop Nation Series XM. You heard it here. Just follow me on DC, <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. Follow her on Instagram where you can keep up with all her Got updates. all the links. Okay, perfect. <laughs> all right, y'all. Peace. For more Eating While Broke from iHeartRadio and The Black Effect, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Eating While Broke. Eating while broke. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.